The Money Podcast by best-selling author of Money, Rob Moore, dives into how to make, manage, and master money. How to know more, make more, and give more. How to save, invest, and raise money. The Money Podcast is for anyone who wants to make more money in a job, profession, or passion. For money masters and money disasters. They say money doesn't make you happy. Rob says it does. Hi, it's Rob Moore here, and I'm known as the Disruptive Entrepreneur. I've built multiple businesses, written 14 books. I love business, and I'm going to show you 10 ways that you can increase your prices significantly, but without losing all your good clients and keeping the good ones. So 10 ways to increase your prices without losing your good clients. Point one, I have already prepared the whiteboard. The market. A lot of people talk to me. Oh, Rob, it's a saturated market. I don't know if I can get into this. Everyone is doing it. Oh, the competition. I actually believe a lot of that is in your own mind. It's your own myopia and cognitive bias. Sure, there's got to be demand. So the first D is demand. There's got to be demand in the marketplace. But let's be honest, most businesses right now, unless they're completely dying, there is some kind of demand. There are 68 million, 70 million people in the UK alone. There are 350 million people in America. There are 7 billion people in the world. You don't need that many of them for your product or service. So the demand is probably there. If you want to guarantee that you have a marketplace, then you go in and disrupt. You do what Uber did uh, for taxis. You go and do what Netflix did for video rentals. Uh, There's always room for the most disruptive. It could be technology, it could be service, it could be reach and scale, it could be apps and it could be global reach and social media and whatever else. Then there's domination. Now, I like to think that dominating is about being the best. It's not about power, it's not about scale, it's about being the best. Now there's a saying, there's always room for the best. The cream of the milk rises to the top. So I don't really think it matters what the market is. There's always room for the best. And then, of course, finally, you've got to deliver a great product, a great service, the next version, the new iteration. So for a marketplace, you need demand, probably tick, go in and disrupt, probably easier now, something you probably want to do anyway. Dominate by being the best and then deliver on your promise. Point two then is... Competition. Again, this is one that's often in people's heads, their cognitive bias. They're in a Facebook group. There's seven people doing what they do and they think, oh, everyone's doing it. And that's rarely the case. So in some areas, you want to copy the best parts of your competitors. Don't copy your competitors. Copy the best bits that they do. Now, Sam Walton was obsessive about going around all the shops and picking out the best bits. And that ultimately created the best of the best, a powerhouse that is Walmart. Smart entrepreneurs will copy the best bits inside their industry and then outside their industry. So create is what can you bring in outside your industry? What outside influences do you have? What uniqueness is there about you that you can bring to your market that your competitors can not copy. Anyone can copy what you do. No one can copy who you are. I bring influences of art, of music, of architecture, of film into my companies, which are not related to those niches. And that really helps me create something unique and progressive and innovative and disruptive. And then there's the collaboration mindset. Generally, you get people who form two camps. Competition, hate you, screw you, going to beat you. And then collaboration, which is forming partnerships like Virgin, is lots of companies which are really the Virgin brand collaborating 
with an existing business model. And I'm very much into, as a property investor and entrepreneur myself, collaborations and partnerships. Tip three of 10 ways to increase your prices without losing all your good clients is your position or positioning in the marketplace. Are you high volume, low price, low volume, high price? Are you commodity, product, service, or luxury? It's really important for you to know you could end up being a brand that covers many of those, but you'd probably end up having um, sub-brands within each, like uh, Louis Vuitton own loads of different, well, it's actually Louis Vuitton, Moe, Hennessy, the company, but they own loads of brands. Unilever own loads of brands. So you've got to think about your price. Are you low price, high volume? If you're a service-based price, you're higher. Uh, and then if you're a luxury-based price, you're even higher with great margin, but lower volume, and you make it special and exclusive. And then purpose. So for me, purpose is the great driver of business. So I think Steve Jobs didn't really think about devices and software. I think he thought about changing the world and to quote him, making a dent in the universe. So if you have a purpose way bigger than you, maybe going national or intercontinental or global, or like Elon Musk and Richard Branson, intergalactic, then that drags your price and your positioning up. Tip four of 10 to increase your prices without losing all of your clients. Because look, a lot of people say to me, Rob, I can't put my prices up in my market. Oh, it's a commodity-based market. Oh, everyone charges the same. I don't agree with that. I think if you come in and disrupt, if your service is vastly better, then you can increase your prices without losing all your clients. Now, this is the thing, though. A lot of people are scared about losing their clients when they up their prices. But you probably would want to lose some of your clients, the clients that cost you a lot of money, drain a lot of your time, complain a lot. You tend to refund, they're very resource heavy. So sometimes upping your prices incrementally is a good way to lose your worst clients that kind of hang on and drain your costs and your resources. Okay, so experience. Now, it goes without saying, doesn't it? If you've got two decades worth of experience in your niche, then you can up your price. You know, a footballer who's been playing for 20 years and is top of his game, he's going to earn hundreds of thousands of pounds a week. And if you're just starting out and you don't have experience, you want to think about these. You've just got to freaking start. Start now, get perfect later. If you don't have any experience yet, fine. But if you never start, you'll never get any experience. But you could transmute experience from another industry, from the degree that you got, from the experience in life that you've had that you could then put into your story and your brand. So the story is how are you unique? What do you do better? What have you done in your life that creates loyalty for your brand? And the story can compensate for the lack of experience. The next one is skills. Now, of course, if you are the best, you're going to beat the rest. But developing skills is a constant and never-ending improvement cycle. So don't worry if you haven't got all the skills you need yet. Start now. Get perfect later. But develop your skills. Ongoing business and personal development. Get mentors. And then you can in and outsource skills. So you can have outsourcers, researchers, team members who are already skilled in that area. I use great solicitors and accountants and brokers and lenders for my property-based business. I have 85 staff who are great at sales and marketing and administration and finance and management so that I don't necessarily have to develop all those skills myself. And then there's strategy. Netflix had a far better strategy than Blockbuster. Now, Blockbuster strategy was good in the 1980s, 
but then it kind of outdated itself. If you think about Uber, they often have a better strategy in many cities than say uh, the black cabs of London, although that's being disrupted and then reverse disrupted again. But great strategy, great skills, a great story, and starting now builds experience as much as you can before you go and develops it on the go. Point five of 10 ways to increase your prices, keep your good clients, lose your bad clients, increase your profit margin is your reputation. Now, of course, your reputation is everything. Guard it with your life. Do the right thing. Even when someone isn't looking, don't take any drastic shortcuts. Manage your online reputation. So there's credibility, care, and consistency. So credibility is doing the right thing, doing it consistently. Uh, it is managing your online and your business and brand reputation. It is having a good story, speaking the truth, standing up for something that you believe in. It is also being seen. Visibility is also credibility. Then it's to care, to actually care, to give a shit. Uh, and I think in this modern world where we're all overwhelmed, interrupted, uh, and because there's now massive transparency of information which has exposed a lot of schemes and scams, I think trust is quite low. And so if you care and look after your clients, and manage yourself and your service well, you are going to win big. And then, of course, you've got to keep doing that. You've got to do that consistently every year for many years or care about the details. And then you will build a bulletproof reputation and that will have goodwill in your brand and that will bring you multiple streams of leads and multiple streams of income. Okay, so point six of 10 top tips to increase your fees without losing your best clients. I think this is probably the biggest one. I believe your self-worth equals your net worth. A lot of people say your net work equals your net worth. But if you don't believe in yourself, then why should anyone else? And I believe the limit, the ceiling of your prices is not just the market, it's not your experience, it's what you believe you're worth. How can someone get paid 50 pounds for a speech or go and do a speech for free. I know some people who get paid more than a million pounds for a 90 minute speech. So you have to believe in yourself and project that belief out. Now we're gonna come on to case studies and experience, all those things do add to your self-worth. If anyone else can do it, why can't you? Believe that you'll give great service, that you'll constantly and never endingly improve. Continue to increase your self-worth with your own self-image and your mindset as well as your skill set and you will be able to bump your prices up and up and up. I remember what 2008 mentoring with me was 2000 pounds plus fat for the year full access to me. Now it's minimum 25,000 pounds for eight months. Uh, I'm about to launch a millionaire's mastermind which will probably be double that it might be 50,000 pounds it might be more. And I can say that with no lack of volition and belief in myself, whereas, of course, that would have been so scary 10 years ago. Point seven of 12 ways to increase your fees, up your prices without losing your good clients is social proof. So you're probably a pretty good seller of your own products and services. You believe in your product and your service and yourself. That's going to help you scale. But even better than you are your happy customers your happy consumers, the people you serve. So if you take good exposure on credible media websites, maybe there's articles about you, maybe there's recommendations, there's reviews, there's awards, accreditations, etc., and then you mix that with glowing case studies 
and testimonials of your products and your services and you, how you care, how you serve, how you solve, how you help your clients make their life easier, better, wealthier, happier and healthier, then you get a shared load of incoming referrals. Eight of 10 ways to increase your fees, your prices, is the scale of the problem you solve. If you solve a small problem for one person, you make a very small amount of money. But if you solve a big problem for the planet, you could become a billionaire. Now you might not want to, but one of the three commonalities of the biggest titans of wealth that have ever lived, the pound for pound biggest billionaires, is that they had both a desire and in reality they did serve vast numbers of people. They probably had a huge problem or at least a meaningful problem or a small problem, but they served millions or billions of people. So remember, serve for as many people as you can, solve for as many people as you can, and then scale from locally to nationally to intercontinentally to globally to intergalactic like Elon Musk and Richard Branson. Nine, penultimate way to increase your fees, your prices, is the scale of your business itself. So I believe that reach equals revenue and impact equals income. Are you local, national, or global? Are you serving a few people or vast numbers of people? Are you making a small difference or a vast impact? Are you making a dent in your community or a dent in the universe? So the final way I believe that you can increase your prices is to always remember about value. Now, it's not about being successful, you know, a person of success. It's about being a person of value. Success comes when you give value. The world always offers reward to those who offer and give value. We are an interconnected species. We need to serve each other. There's the producer and the consumer. Now, I have my own formula for this, which is wealth equals value plus fair exchange times leverage. So if you want to be wealthy, increase your prices, increase your own net worth, then increase the value that you give. That could be extra services on top of what you already give. That could be getting feedback from your clients and being more specific to giving them the products and services that they specifically want. That could be offering discounts. That could be when you increase the price, you also increase what you offer. Then fair exchange is the sweet spot between your profit and their value. Maximum profit to you, maximum value and gratitude to the client, the sweet spot is in the middle. And times that by leverage, you know, your reach and your impact, and you will have vast and lasting wealth. And the way to continue to increase your value is to continually seek feedback from your clients, from your non-buyers, from your competitors, from your complainers, from your critics, from the people you've refunded, from your staff, Always collate the feedback from any person that you can that's got an opinion on your product and service, and then you can constantly and never-endingly improve. And remember, if you don't, I will hunt you down. <laughs> Come on, let's have a bit of fun. You've got me to say like and subscribe four f***ing times. You could just finish on or I'll hunt you down. Give it a go, what are you gonna lose? Four times.